Kale McCarr is your NHL 24 video game cover athlete. Did Adam Fox get snubbed? Plus, which non-ranger really, really should have probably been the cover athlete for the video game this year? We debate this and much more on today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 886 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. Just want to thank you guys, as always, for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And we are, of course, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So going to be doing something a little bit different here today. Going to be discussing uh, basically the forthcoming NHL 24 video game from EA Sports and more specifically, their choice to go with Kale McCarr as the cover athlete. It's something that you know a lot of people get really into uh, around this time of the year. A lot of gamers out there, and uh, I know a lot of the players and a lot of the fans of hockey uh, get into uh, the ratings that end up being bestowed upon these players. And for anybody that might not be familiar, basically your rating is like on a scale of 0 to 99. I don't think anybody's worse than like in the 50s. Basically, you look at it as like a grade on a school paper. Like if you're in the 90s, you know, 90 is like an A minus, 99 is an A plus, uh, and the 80s is kind of the B range. But obviously something else that gets a lot of attention every single year is who's going to be the cover athlete, and EA Sports has chosen to go with Kale McCarr. we got to talk a little bit about that as well as the decision uh, to go with Makar over potentially Adam Fox, maybe somebody else on the Rangers. Uh, plus, like I said, there is somebody, I'm not going to spoil it now, but there is somebody that I think really probably should have been on the cover uh, this season. I think it would have been good for the NHL. As far as the choice of Kale McCarr, uh, nothing at all wrong with this pick. Obviously a very exciting young player, one of the premier defensemen in the league, uh, Stanley Cup champion, Calder, Norris, uh, all-star selections, um, Con Smythe, the year that the Avalanche won, the uh, Stanley Cup, so uh, nothing wrong with this pick at all. And obviously, I've been talking about this on here. The NHL has to do, I think, a better job of marketing some of its young players. I think last year with Trevor Zegras being on the cover of the video game, that was a great start. Obviously, he's very young and uh, has made uh, kind of a habit out of some of these really fancy goals. Um, for Kale McCarr, you know, I saw somebody on social media putting out the fact that a lot of his accolades were a couple of years ago, and maybe uh, the NHL was a little bit late to the punch here as far as featuring him as one of the exciting young players to you know grace the cover of their video game. I mean, there's some merit to that, but again, I have no issue with this choice whatsoever. Uh, he's coming off a season that saw him skate in 60 games, score 17 goals, uh, dish out 49 assists, so 66 points in 60 games, more than a point-per-game player since he's come into the league. I think Kale McCarr is a fine choice. Obviously, myself... Other Ranger fans, you know, this Adam Fox versus Kale McCarr debate, it's not going to go away. It's always going to be there. Uh, obviously, they've both now won the Norris. Uh, Adam Fox still looking for his first Stanley Cup, and obviously we hope that's on the way, preferably sooner rather than later. But let's just hope it's on the way in general. You know, we Ranger fans don't get a lot of Stanley Cups. So as long as he gets at least one with the Rangers, you know, I'd probably sign up for that. If you told me this current, you know, core, this current group of Ranger players is going to win one Stanley Cup, but just one Stanley Cup. I mean, at first it sounds a little underwhelming, but then you kind of think about the history of this team and the fact that it is very few and far between when it comes to Stanley Cups, to put it very mildly. So yeah, you tell me Adam Fox and this young core of Ranger players is going to get one Stanley Cup, but only one. 
yeah, I'd probably accept that. I'd probably sign up for that if I'm being completely honest with you guys. Um, and as far as, you know, the Adam Fox versus Kale McCarr debate, I mean, look, again, it, it's going to, it's already well underway. And it's one of those things that's going to go on for many, many years to come here. Obviously, they're both still just getting into their mid-20s. So we're we're a long way from this being over. Everybody has an opinion. You know, every Ranger fan is convinced that Adam Fox is the better defenseman. Every Avalanche fan is convinced that Kale McCarr is the better defenseman. I'll be completely honest here. I don't watch enough Colorado Avalanche hockey to know for sure one way or the other. I mean, I think certainly Adam Fox, all around game, you could argue that maybe he's a little bit better and a little bit more important to his team than Kale McCarr. But the cold hard truth is I see maybe like two Avalanche games per season, you know, when they play the Rangers. Usually... You know, the Ranger game will end, and I'll be getting my notes together and preparing to uh, record the next episode of Locked On Rangers. And that's when the Avalanche are playing the Jets in Winnipeg or something. And I'm not really paying any attention to it. So, honestly, I, I think most of the people that feel strongly Fox is better, McCarr is better, whatever it might be, a lot of them probably don't watch a ton of either player. because, And, and that's especially true if you're a fan of the Rangers or a fan of the Avalanche. You're locked into your own team. You watch Adam Fox in action, you watch Kale McCarr in action, and you just can't believe for a second that there's a defenseman in this league that's better. Of course, you know, Eric Carlson won the Norris this past season, but he did so largely on his uh, ridiculous high, ridiculously high point total and more power to him for that. But I think when you're looking at all-around defensemen, I think most people agree mostly that, you know, Fox and McCarr probably superior all-around defenseman to Eric Carlson, given that Carlson isn't the... Uh, defensive defenseman that either Fox or McCarr are. So I said my piece there, you know, honestly, uh, I think it could have gone either way. I don't know if Adam Fox is even being considered, but honestly, you know, you, you look at, you know, the way the Rangers are, are kind of uh, put together right now. And some of the other players on the team, if you were going to go with a, a Ranger as the cover athlete, there might be other guys in line uh, before Adam Fox. Um, I, I would normally say Artemi Panarin, although coming off of the postseason showing that he just had, Probably not the best timing there because obviously it just didn't go his way and the Rangers were knocked out in the first round. Uh, you got somebody like Mika Zibanejad who, you know, you can almost picture that, you know, with, with the hair flying and everything, uh, him being on the cover of EA Sports. You know, if you wanted to go uh, a little bit old school and somebody that's been with his team forever, you know, Chris Kreider would be an option as well. Um, but, you know, he's not exactly one of the younger players in the league. Neither is Mika, really. I think it's best for the NHL to look at young players and try to make them into household names. Uh, as I mentioned last year, it was Trevor Zegras and also Sarah Nurse. And, you know, both uh, young players and, and both people that you're trying to get to become household names. I think that's another example this year with Kale McCarr being the choice. You got to get it to the point where people who aren't necessarily big time hockey fans, people that are very casual at best or people that don't even watch hockey, you get to be familiar with these names and you at least get a couple of star players, a couple of marketable players. Uh, kinds of players that people sooner or later are going to want to tune in and watch. And as I've said in the past, you know, when it comes to NHL marketing and, you know, which player do we want to make a big deal out of, it can't be Crosby and Ovechkin from now until the end of time. They're both into their mid to late 30s at this point. And you got to start getting uh, mainstream sports fans familiar with, you know, Trevor Zegras and Kale McCarr. And, you know, I mean, I guess you could throw Connor McDavid in there. He's not super young anymore. But it's crazy because, you know, Connor McDavid, for as amazing as he is, you tell a non-hockey fan about Connor McDavid, and they might not know who he is or what team he plays for or anything along those lines. So I do think, you know, again, McCarr was a solid choice uh, to be the cover athlete for this year. Adam Fox is somebody that I think also probably uh, deserves some consideration. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, they made their choice, and it's going to be Kill McCarr, and uh, we'll, we'll see how the game is when it comes out. 
There is somebody else, though, who actually is not a New York Ranger, who I believe really, really, really should have been the cover athlete this season uh, for NHL 24. I'm going to tell you who that is and why that player should have been the cover athlete in just a second. We're also going to take a look at the history of which players in the New York Ranger have graced the cover of video games in the past and kind of, you know, the, the reasoning behind that and where they were in their career at that time. We'll do all that fun stuff in just a second. But first, got to let everybody know, today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by FanDuel. Football season is about to kick off, and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long. Because right now, when you bet on a Super Bowl winner, you can get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl, and you'll get bonus bets for every victory. You can use your bonus bets on spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sportsbook. That is FanDuel.com slash LockedOnNHL. All right, we just want to go ahead and thank everybody, as always, for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. And for the everydayers, you guys are going to want to stick around. We're obviously going to keep tabs on the Alexi Lafreniere contract situation. As I've mentioned recently, that's kind of the last domino to fall, the last piece of the puzzle. Uh, use whatever metaphor you want to use. That's the last you know, big thing that needs to happen for the Rangers before this upcoming season. They don't have the cap space to really add anybody else, or so it would seem. Uh, so they'll probably just focus their efforts on re-signing Lafreniere, getting him under contract, and uh, then we can start looking ahead to this next season. And also... Uh, Going to continue our off-season series of best case and worst case scenario. We've done a bunch of these already. We got a few more to go. Uh, basically, just looking at every single player that I think will be on the Rangers opening night roster, and just kind of taking a look at everything that could go right for that player, everything that could go wrong for that player. Uh, like I said, we've done a couple of those. You can check them out uh, in the archives, so to speak. And we've also got a few more of those uh, coming up. The third line is going to be next. The uh, what I think will be the third line for the Rangers on opening night. But that's for another day. For right now, want to go ahead and continue this talk about you know the NHL and and you know it's not just the cover of the video game it's the NHL marketing itself because for me I can't be the only person that wants to see this sport get bigger you know on one hand it's almost it sounds weird saying this but as far as professional sports leagues go it's almost somewhat of a niche sport like I, I don't feel right now that there's a ton of casual hockey fans you're either all in on this sport and you know all the players and all the teams and you know what the next season is going to look like, or you just don't really watch. You don't really pay attention. You can't name more than five players in the NHL. You got to start, you know, broadening this sport a little bit, making it a little bit more accessible, making it uh, a little bit more fun, making it a little bit more eye catchy uh, for just general sports fans who tend not to pay a whole lot of attention to the NHL. And look, video games, they are what they are. You know, you can scoff a little bit, but um, a lot of people play them. A lot of people really enjoy them. And the cover athlete is a big deal. You know, we've been seeing this uh, with, you know, football, the, the Madden series, and who's going to be the cover athlete every season. Uh, same thing for MLB The Show, and obviously the same thing for uh, for EA Sports NHL series. And my pick for the cover athlete this year, and the person that I would have gone with, and the person that I think uh, would maybe give uh, the NHL, you know, somebody who obviously has a big personality, he's just a fantastic player overall, uh, a well-rounded player, and is coming off an awesome run in the Stanley Cup playoffs. To me, the cover athlete this year, it was a no-brainer. It should have been Matthew Kachuk. Now, of course, 
I don't know for sure. Maybe EA went to him and he wasn't interested, although I find that kind of hard to believe. I feel like, you know, Matthew Kachuk would probably uh, jump at that opportunity. But, I mean, think about what he did this past season. He is coming off of what is nothing short of a legendary postseason run with the Florida Panthers. 20 playoff games, 11 goals, 13 assists. But beyond those amazing stats, he was basically carrying the Panthers. And this is not a sport where one player, other than maybe the goalie, can really carry a team. You know, you need every single player on your roster pulling in the same direction and making contributions uh, throughout the Stanley Cup playoffs if you're going to be the last team standing and win a Stanley Cup. And, of course, the Panthers fell to the Knights in the finals. But up to that point, yeah, Matthew Kachuk, and no disrespect to any other player on the Panthers, but they don't make it as far as they do without Kachuk doing what he did. I mean, overtime winners, series clinching goals, uh, big-time assists in, in big spots, you know, helping the Panthers rally out of some deficits. Kachuk was just all over the ice. On top of that, he's a bruiser. And I just feel like, you know, somebody who he's only 25 years old, so he's very young, and obviously coming into his own, to say the least, as just a bona fide superstar in this league. He's got some grit and some toughness to his game on top of being just a tremendously skilled player. And, you know, he's got the whole family dynamic thing going on as well, because obviously he's got his brother who plays for the uh, the Senators. And there were actually some stories um, of, you know, Brady Kachuk helping uh, Matthew out of bed before one of the games in the Stanley Cup final. You know, Matthew Kachuk at that point was so beat up. I want to say a sternum injury where his brother had to help him get up, you know, before the game, taking a pre-nap or a pre-game nap. He had to help him up and, uh, you know, get him ready to go, which to me, that's just another reason. You hear a story like that, that just enhances Kachuk's basically uh, his badassery, for lack of a better term. And man, I mean, that's just a cool story. You got to get this guy uh, front and center if you're the NHL, make a big deal about him. And I think putting him on the cover of the video game would have been a great start. Uh, I mentioned the family dynamic. Obviously, his brother Brady plays for the Senators. You've also got the fact that he's Keith Kachuk's son. And maybe there's some lapsed hockey fans out there or, you know, just some very casual hockey fans out there who don't follow the sport tooth and nail. But, you know, they remember Keith Kachuk and, and they remember him being, you know, a, a hard-nosed player himself and somebody that also had some skill. And maybe they, you know, see Matthew Kachuk on the cover of the video game and, oh, that, that must be Keith's son. What's this guy all about? You know, what's his deal? What's his story? Uh, what is he, you know, what kind of a player is he? And maybe that helps the video game sales themselves. And maybe, um, again, you, you have a, a rising mainstream star in Matthew Kachuk. I think the best way to kind of uh, enhance that and make that come to fruition would have been, once again, to put him on the uh, the cover of the video game. Uh, something else I want to talk about here while we're on the subject of the video games. So everybody talks about the Madden Jinx, and for anybody who might be unfamiliar with that, that is uh, a superstition, I suppose, although it's not really much of a superstition. It's basically fact at this point. Every football player who appears on the cover of the Madden video game it doesn't really go their way the following season. Either they get injured or they just play poorly, or maybe they have a decent season, but their team is expected to be a Super Bowl contender and they go like six and 10. Uh, the Madden Jinx has really lived on throughout the entire years. But I will say there is a little bit of an NHL Jinx going on as well. And what I have to do here, I got to share my screen with you guys for those of you watching on YouTube, because I'm going to show you a list of the recent um, you know, players around the NHL who have graced the cover of EA Sports NHL series. And uh, it is not pretty just in terms of how the team fared. You know, some of these guys obviously had nice seasons for themselves, but uh, their, their team didn't do so well. And you're going to find out all about that in just a second. And um, if you can see, I have this up on the uh, 
the YouTube feed. And, and for anybody who's listening on audio, I'll kind of read the list to you. I'm not going to go through the whole list. But basically, uh, as pointed out by Jay Fresh, so big shout out to him on Twitter, uh, only two of the past 27 NHL players who have been on the cover of the video game, only two of them have had their team advance past the first round of the playoffs. So 25 of the last 27 cover athletes, their team has either missed the playoffs or lost in the first round. And, you know, I, I a minute ago, I was talking about how I wanted Adam Fox on this cover. Maybe not. Maybe that's not the way to go. That might snake, snake bite the Rangers uh, this upcoming season. And for a team that's won one Stanley Cup in 83 years, I don't think we need any snake, snake biting going on uh, either. But to kind of just take you guys through the highlight here, I, may, I mentioned that only two players had gotten past the first round. Uh, that would be Patrick Kane, who was on NHL 10. The Blackhawks did win the Stanley Cup that season, so it can be done. Uh, Patrick Kane is an example of that. And Vladimir Tarasenko, he was on the cover of NHL 17. And yes, the Blues got past the first round, uh, but they lost in the second round that season. And uh, it's been a while since we've seen any uh, Rangers on the cover of these video games. It has happened in the past. Technically, Glenn Healy is the first cover athlete because there was an action shot during the first uh, NHL game that was made. Uh, that was back for the Super Nintendo and, and maybe Sega in 1991. But it's just an action shot. It's just like a picture from the game. It's not a real, like, quote-unquote cover athlete. And uh, Healy at that time was on, actually, the New York Islanders. So he was not with the Rangers. Um, there's NHL PA Hockey 93, where Mike Richter and Randy Muller are both on the cover. They're technically the cover athletes, along with Rod Brindamore of the Flyers. Basically, just another action shot here. Mike Richter is making a save, and Muller's kind of delivering a hit uh, to Rod Brindamore. In NHL 95, you had Alex Kovalov of the Rangers and Kurt McLean of the Canucks. That makes sense because they played each other in the Stanley Cup the year before, and obviously that went very well for the Rangers. Um, but also an action shot. It was a picture of Kovalov scoring a goal against McLean during the 94 Finals. Um, in NHL 2007, Ovechkin was the cover athlete, but there was uh, in Sweden an alternate cover where Henrik Lundqvist was the cover athlete. 2008, kind of a similar situation. Eric Stahl was your cover athlete, uh, but Yaramir Yager was the cover athlete in the Czech Republic. Uh, Wayne Gretzky had a few video games where um, his name was in the title, and he appeared as a Ranger on the cover of Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey 98. I believe that was for the N64, maybe a couple other systems as well. Uh, there have been some former and future Rangers that have been on the cover. You know, you had John Van Beesbrook in 97, Eric Lindros in 99, Eric Stahl in 2008, Patrick Kane in 2010, Vladimir Tarasenko in NHL 17. So guys with ties to the Rangers. But uh, yeah, it's been a long time since a Ranger has graced the cover. But like I said, just talking about the jinx a second ago, maybe that's for the better. And as far as the game itself, I mean, I, I don't think there's a release date yet. I saw that the, uh, the trailer dropped the other day, so I do have to check that out. But um, you guys let me know, you know, should, is this a game worth, uh, worth checking out? Is this something that I should buy? Do you guys want to, you know, play me online? Because we can make that happen too. I got the play, PlayStation 4 now. I'm moving up a little bit, so I can grab that for the PS4. I saw last year's games didn't really uh, get the best reviews, but maybe they've improved a couple of things. Uh, we shall see. I'm, I'm certainly willing to give it a shot. So you guys let me know, anybody who buys a video game, because I'm, I'm a little bit of a gamer. I'm a casual gamer at best, I would say at this point, but I'll check it out. And like I said, maybe we'll have like a locked on New York Rangers tournament at some point, if enough people are interested in this. You know, we have the Fantasy League. That's pretty easy to set up. 
organizing a video game tournament might be a little bit more difficult and I'll probably be the first person eliminated, uh, but that's okay. You know, we can try to make it happen if, if I can, you know, figure out the technology. And again, if there's enough interest in this, you guys just let me know. First of all, let me know how the video game is for those of you that buy it. And then secondly, if we want to set up like a tournament for uh, Locked On New York Rangers listeners, uh, we can make that happen as well. Going to keep everything rolling in just a second. Want to get to a couple of uh, minor Ranger transactions that have happened over the past couple of uh, days and weeks here, including Brandon Scanlon. Uh, it's something that I've been meaning to circle back to, and we're going to do that today. Uh, he signed his new contract about a week or two ago, give or take, about a week and a half, I would say. Uh, so we're going to talk about him, what he brings to the table, and uh, what the Rangers might see in him. Also going to talk about a couple of... Uh, Recent draft picks who were in college that the Rangers uh, have chosen not to sign. So we'll do all that fun stuff in just a second. All right, let's go ahead. Keep everything rolling here. So Brandon Scanlon gets a new deal with the Rangers. And like I said, I've been meaning to circle back to that. I knew eventually we would. Uh, but there were some things going on. Obviously, we had the draft and uh, free agency was still happening and doing a couple crossover episodes to find out about some of the Rangers' big free agents. That was obviously a lot of fun as well. But yeah, Brandon Scanlon gets a new deal with the Rangers. It is a one-year deal, uh, a two-way deal also, worth $775,000 in the NHL and $100,000 in the AHL. And I get the feeling, you know, he probably a long shot to see any uh, action with the Rangers this season. But as far as what Scanlon brings to the table, he's a 24-year-old uh, left defenseman, big guy, six foot four, 214 pounds, a lefty shot. He played college hockey at the University of Nebraska Omaha, spent three seasons there, a total of 98 games in his collegiate career, 11 goals, 51 assists, and was a minus 22 overall. He was undrafted, and he's actually spent the last two seasons, or at least part of the last two seasons, with the Hartford Wolfpack. Played 15 games with the pack in 2021-22. No goals, one assist, was also a minus one. And then this past season with the pack, 61 games, four goals, 11 assists, and 15 points. He was a plus 21. Then in the playoffs, one assist in nine games, and he was an even plus minus. Uh, before playing in college, Scanlon played two years with the Brooks Bandits of the AJHL, uh, 24 goals and 60 assists in 98 games there. Uh, also won an AJHL championship with the Bandits. Uh, so obviously showed some scoring prowess and, and some scoring touch uh, in the AJHL, but obviously that hasn't really translated uh, really to his college career or his career in the minor leagues. He's going to make his name uh, more as a stay-at-home defenseman now. And as far as the Rangers' plans for him, Seems like just kind of an organizational depth kind of a signing here. I really can't see him cracking the Ranger roster on opening night. I mean, he's a roster long shot at, at absolute best. Um, you've got, I mean, to run through the whole depth chart here, you've got the five that are obvious that I always talk about. They're going to be out there on opening night for the Rangers. Beyond that, you've got Zach Jones, uh, Eric Gustafson, Ben Harper still here, Matthew Robertson, um, maybe Ty Emerson, you know, the guy that they got in the Nemeth trade with the Coyotes. So never say never, but yeah, I would say Scanlon, you know, he's pretty buried on the depth chart as far as NHL options are concerned. And him playing for the Rangers this year does seem like uh, quite a long shot, but never say never. We never know for sure. We didn't think Ben Harper was going to play as many games as he played last year either. Uh, so we shall see. But mo more than likely, he ends up back with the Wolfpack and probably holding down a top four role. Um, as he did this pass here, you know, known for being a physical, steady, stay at home, pretty reliable defenseman. So uh, we'll see how it goes. And we will keep an, an eye on the Hartford Wolfpack this season, as we always do. And then there's this that we have to talk about as well. I saw this first uh, from our good friend, Anthony Scultori at Forever Blue Shirts. He had an article the other day, just yesterday, in fact, where he mentioned that the Rangers 
have chosen not to sign former college draft picks Riley Hughes and Eric Ciccolini. Uh, we'll start with Hughes. Just a quick rundown there. Uh, he's a 23-year-old right winger. The Rangers took him in the seventh round at number 216 overall in 2018. Uh, this is before Hughes started his collegiate career. Played four years at Northeastern University, 118 games, 11 goals, 21 assists, and was a plus five. He was also an alternate captain in his junior and senior years. These are not exactly uh, eye-popping numbers for a winger. Um, and then as of July, it looks like he actually transferred to Ohio State, uh, but he will no longer be a member of the Rangers organization going forward. They chose not to sign him. You've also got Eric Ciccolini, 22-year-old right winger. He was also a seventh-round draft pick by the Rangers the following year in 2019. Uh, he went number 205 overall. The Rangers drafted him before he started his college career at Michigan. Uh, four years at Michigan for Ciccolini, 85 games, 15 goals, 19 assists, a plus 10. Again, these just aren't the kind of numbers that really get your attention. And it looks like he's actually going to continue uh, in college at Clarkson University. Um, I know there's some Ranger fans that might get on them for this. And I'll oh, look at the Rangers swinging, missing at another couple of draft picks. But you got to keep things in perspective here. By the time you get to the seventh round, it really is a crapshoot. It really is a dart throw. I'm not making excuses. I, I feel like that's the way most people feel. You know, by the time you get to the seventh round, you're just taking somebody because, you know, we uh, we like his size or, or we like his speed or he's a really good passer. You know, you're just finding something that you like about a certain player. If they were like, you know, bonafide NHLers, guys that you're definitely going to be penciling into your lineup in the next couple of years, they would have gone in the first couple of rounds. They wouldn't still be out there in round seven. Now, of course, you can always find a steal late in the draft. Henrik Lundqvist always springs to mind as an example there. But for the most part, yeah, it's a dart throw. It's a lottery ticket. Um, you're just hoping to kind of get lucky. I mean, more, more than anything else. You can't tell me that with Henrik Lundqvist, I mean, as great as he was, there was some luck involved there. You know, the Rangers got him far, far later than they should have been able to. If you did a redraft that year, he's probably going number one overall and, and the Rangers got him in the seventh round. So um, yeah, again, it's not that big of a deal. I, I just kind of want to keep everybody up to date here for anybody that uh, follows Ranger draft picks, but you know, not signing a couple of guys that you took in the seventh round, it's okay. It's not going to destroy the Rangers. It's always nice to hit on picks like this, but it's, it's the rarity uh, rather than the rule, you know, getting something big out of guys that you take in the seventh round. Uh, of the NHL draft. But I figure we could pretty much call it uh, there for today. I did want to go ahead and mention once again that we do have our Locked On New York Ranger Fantasy League, uh, which will be returning this season. And I've heard back from some people from last year that are going to play again this year. I'm going to go ahead and do a roll call. If you don't hear your name and you played last year, you have until this upcoming Monday to let me know. Uh, once it gets to Monday, we're going to open the door to some new players for this year, some people that have been very patiently kind of waiting in line here. But as far as people returning from this past year, this is the names that I've got. So if you don't hear your name here, uh, definitely get in touch with me. Obviously, I'm going to play. We've also got Justin, Eddie, Xavier, Michael, Corey, Ryan, Dan S, S as in Sam. Uh, he was our runner-up this past season. Uh, Robbie, Steven, and Anthony. So anybody else who... Again, you played last year. You want to be back this year. You got to let me know uh, before Monday because that's when we're going to open the door uh, to some people that did not play last year that are looking to join the league. So definitely looking forward to all that. Definitely looking forward to the draft. And uh, yeah, that'll pretty much do it for today. Once again, if you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that's at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. And definitely subscribe to Locked On New York Rangers YouTube.
YouTube channel. Thanks again, guys. I will see you next time.